Hey everybody, good to see you. Um, I'm here with uh, somebody you'll obviously recognize, Jay Leno. And, nice to see you. Uh, nice to see you, and it's uh, gonna be interesting having me interview someone who has, uh, well, made an entire career out of comedy and doing this on the other end, so any advice you have for me along the way would be great. You're doing okay so far. Yeah. <laughs> Getting through it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the trick, just get through it. Just get <laughs> just, through it. Yeah, act like you know what you're doing. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it sounds right. Exactly. What we were talking about earlier, you're just as good as your last joke. Yeah, as good as your last joke. That's the way it is. That's <laughs> well, the way it is. We're, in, uh, we're in Rochester Hills, Michigan, up right. in the Detroit area. We were just uh, closer to the downtown. This really awesome event. Big car show, people showing off what they have. It's called the Woodward Dream Cruise, and it's just... It's probably... You know what I love about it? There's no trophy. You're not competing with other people. You're just showing people your car and they're showing you their car, which is what I like. It's, it's like the biggest cars and coffee. And they have those every Sunday in a parking lot, usually sometimes in a Walmart or wherever it might be. And people just show up with their car and there's no, nobody's judging. It's just what you like, you know. Yeah. But the Mustangs kind of hang with the Mustangs and the Camaros, you know, and, and it makes it kind of fun. I, I like the fact that there isn't a best of show here. It's not that kind of event. It's just just the most honest car show in the world. Yeah, everybody gets to participate, which is what we love, and it's a bit right, like our yeah. story. And one of the things we got to do, which was, I, th I think it's super cool, we had a 1979 red and white F-150, Sam Walton's truck, and he was known all throughout Arkansas for driving this truck around. He went and bought it off a lot, no right. AC, manual transmission. Man, manual transmission, no power brake, when trucks were trucks, gets to rebuff. <laughs> but you know, it is funny how the truck has evolved to become all things to all people. I mean. A truck is basically a Cadillac with big tires on it now. I mean, you've got heated seats, you've got all the, you know, stuff the old truckers would uh, kind of laugh at you for, but uh, which uh, really, you really have to have. Well, we, we drove over here in a brand new F-150 Ford Lightning that is everything you just said. You can power your house, right. you can run a welder, it's got a cooler built into it. It's all electric, so they these things have just changed so much. I mean, it's fun to be in on an era of change. I mean, not really since the horse, the car replaced the horse. It's really that big a change because gas stations will become electricity stations if they want to stay in business, you know. Uh, so we'll see. I, I mean, I think the gas car will be around for a long time, but I just think you realize the advantages with electricity. It's not just about the environment. It's, you know, for something to succeed, it can't just be in one area. It, it's got to be equal, it's got to be superior in every area. Electric cars didn't make it before because, oh, they didn't have the range and they weren't quite powerful enough, you know. Uh, it's like the Wankel engine when that came out. Oh, it's efficient, but not really. Used a lot of oil, gas mileage was good, but it was smooth and light, but it only had one out of the three, you know. Electricity now more than equals full tank of gas, so that's taken care of, it's faster and your maintenance is almost nothing. Nobody really comes in and buys spark plugs anymore because spark plugs last 100,000 miles. Spark plugs last the life of the vehicle in many cases. So we, we sell products to kind of keep the car looking nice, up to date, help to differentiate it from somebody else who's got the same model, you know, personalized a little bit, and, that, and that's the fun part. You know, one of the things we were talking about earlier, Jay, is, is innovation, reinventing yourself. You, as you were talking through your career, there have been phases where was comedy at the college campus and then right. then you moved into to media then you got into automotive and you've got the garage and then the, the legend of becoming a supplier of ours with right. with jay's uh, garage products and 
um, it's growing. So, you know, first for everybody to know, it start, you started with seven items, now it's 12, it's gonna be even more next yeah, year, we're which is performing. Again, you gotta keep coming up with new things to keep the public interested. You're only as good as your last joke. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. <laughs> and when you think about it, it's true. I mean, yeah, you won the World Series last year, but that was three months ago. What are you doing now? <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that's 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 competition. So, as a supplier, mm -hmm. um, you said you started this uh, about a decade ago, and yeah, and Walmart the last couple of years. But, we, yeah, yeah, just love to well, you know, talk about that. that I mean, journey. to me, you can never do anything too late. You only do it too soon. Mm -hmm. You know, I meet people all the time. I want to get on the Tonight Show. Are you prepared? Are, you, are these the best jokes you can come up with? Because if you go on and you bomb. I'm not going to get in. Why don't you wait until it's right? And that's what we do with this product. We, this is something we developed at our own, at my garage. You know, we didn't buy an existing product and put our name on it or do something like that, which is actually a smart way to do it because you get a big check. But we, we wanted to make our own. And these are products I use. And I think uh, enthusiasts know I use them because they see me use them on TV. And we explain how we use them and what's in them and all that kind of stuff. So. There's an honesty there. We have a one-on-one -on -one with a customer, but we wanted to wait until it was ready for Walmart because your standards are ex really strict. It's hard to get a product into Walmart. It has to exceed, like I said before, you've got to exceed on all levels. It's got to be superior. It's got to be reasonably priced. You know, you can't have some crazy expensive item uh, and, and, it, and it's got to have a shelf life, you know. And, and your, your business model is similar to ours. Take a thin margin so that right. you can do more in volume and reach more people. That was really the idea because I, I made my living in show business. So I, I had a living. When I started this company, we wanted to keep the profit margin really small because you wanted to give an extra ounce or two, whatever it is you're making, and you want to make it more of the product that does what it's supposed to. You know, a lot of products contain water. And if your main product is water, it's not going to be as good as somebody who's got whatever the cleaning product or whatever it is you're using. So that, that's something with that. And people notice that, because I, I have to admit, when I started this, I thought, oh boy, it's gonna get snarky. Jay Leno, you do, when you sell them products, you, you make enough money on TV. And I figured that we didn't get any of that, because it was, it was fellow enthusiasts, and they knew we developed it ourselves in America by Americans. You know, we don't, we hear about it with supply chain problems. Well, our factory is like right over there where the, where the garage is. So it's 20 minute drive and everything we need is right there. So we were able to meet all those needs. So developed in the U.S., made right. in the U.S., shipped from the U.S. Uh, by U.S. people. You know, so, yeah. they, so great story. And, you know, and I think that's really important. I think people that resonates well with people. It's mm -hmm. like hiring a veteran. It's like any of those things. There are certain things that people just like, you know, and I, I think that's one of them. Yeah. Great, great business. Good decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, last question while I've got you, um, maybe two more, but you know, first, yeah. for people that are thinking about starting a company or being a supplier, you, you clearly pick something that's right in your wheelhouse. You've been a collector and enthusiast for years and years. So it, come with, it came with a lot of credibility, but you know, what would you tell somebody that's thinking well, about Well, you know, my journey? dad was a salesman and that's that old Dale Carnegie stuff. You know, you shake, look him in the eye, you shake him in the hand. Uh, my dad sold insurance. In, in, in New York City, and he went to his boss, and he said, what's, what's the toughest area? He said, oh, black people, black people don't buy insurance, they don't care. My dad, well, they, well, they have families, why wouldn't they buy insurance? That didn't make any sense. So my dad started selling insurance in Harlem, which Prudential had never been in. And he sold nickel policies, five cents a week he collected, and they paid out $2,500. This is during the depression, you know? And he turned it into 
not the number one area, but an area where people went, whoa, we didn't know this market would be this big, you know. And one day on The Tonight Show, I got a, a letter from a lady in her 80s who said when she was a little girl, there was a man named Mr. Angelo. Would, he was the only white person to ever have dinner in their house. And he would always bring her a Tootsie Roll or when he came to collect a nickel, you know. And she said, Is that, was that your dad? You know, and it actually made me cry because my, my dad was not a really educated guy, but he was a decent guy and he knew right from wrong, you know. And this lady said when she grew up, she always hoped she'd meet Italian people because they were nice like Mr. Angelo. And you realize every person you interact with, it makes an impression. They like you and what you represent, you know, and a lot of times people might buy the product because they like me. That would be fine. I like it if they buy it because they like the product. I just like you to buy the product. But if you can sell it for all the right reasons, and I, I think that's important. And the idea of meeting each customer, explaining what you have for sale, uh, that one-on-one -on -one stuff, you, you know, writing a letter is better than sending an email. Showing up in person is better than writing a letter. It, it, it's, we're humans. We really like to interact with people. And you saw that during the pandemic, people started hugging again and people get like all nervous because they couldn't shake hands. And because you miss that human interaction. And, and that's the important thing. People come into a store, you explain what the product is. Here's what it is. Here's how much it costs. And yeah, it's, 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 it's just basic honesty. It is. As we were walking around with our store manager, Renisha here, and as she was telling you about her business, it, it's just really clear. We're in the people business. Right. We yeah, have products, exactly. but this is, exactly. this is a big people business. So yeah. last one, which, uh, which item are you most excited about? Of and ours? Of yours. Well, the, the item that got me really started, the first item we ever developed, and it's certainly not our biggest seller because cars don't really have a lot of chrome or metal to polish anymore. Everything's sort of carbon fiber or plastic. It was a metal polish because any other metal polish I use, I'd rub it on and I would see metal flakes on the rag because there was pumice in the product. They would literally just tear off a, a, a thousandths of a micro whatever, you know, just. And I thought, well, I don't want this. I want a chemical that could do it with the cream. So we developed, uh, working with some chemists, a chemical that would polish, bring out luster, but not take off the chance. So that was so that was really proud of that. And we, we that would sell. That would sell mostly to people that had 50s and 60s cars, you know. And then we went to the uh, quick detailer and this new Radiant that we have is really amazing product. It's ceramic coating. I've never been one of those tune up in a can kind of guys. <laughs> That's really what it is. It's like you put this Radiant on and you put your hose on it and the water just beads off and you go, it really does make a hard shell. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. So we get a lot of reaction from that. And the thing that really makes me happy is, is the number of return customers we get. You always say, have you bought this product before? Yes, yes. Sometimes three, four, or five times, people come back for the same product. And that, because everybody can come once and then disappear. When you get customers coming back over and over again, that's a sign, I think, that you're doing it right. It is, and, and I can tell you from experience that our merchants, when they add items in the assortment year after year, that's because they're seeing loyalty to see right, offers, right. so that's, yeah, great. that's great. Well, congrats on the success. Hey, thanks, great I appreciate day. it. You Loved too, it. All right. you too. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for having me.